Three of Hearty Dice Friends. My name's Grant Howard, and I'm joined, as ever, by my best friend in the whole wide world, Christopher Taylor. Hello, Chris. Hello. Things are warming up mm. in London town and Sheffield town. And presumably the rest of the UK. Yes, and presumably the rest of the fucking hemisphere. As summer, belligerent and puerile, stomps in over the horizon, make us all sweat from our crevices. We can but stare out windows at it. My question for you, Christopher, is what are you doing to beat the heat? (laughs) To beat the heat. Beat the heat. Beat the heat. Beat the heat. I'm mainly maintaining my pyjama wear at Mm. the moment. Mm. It's it's light and airy. So is this is so I, I assume you have a sort of a not like a not like a thick cotton, but more just a means of covering your legs. Yes. Hmm. Yes, it's 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 not exactly robust material, and I'm okay. wearing that literally all the time. Absolutely, because I'm not going outside. When you do go, because you do go out to the shops, I, I do occasionally. You are, yeah. yeah, like as uh, unfortunately, despite all of our experiments, you do requ- you do require food to live. Yeah, it does turn out that way. Yeah. Do you uh, do you do you wear your your, your your pajama trousers to the shops? No, I get I get dressed up like it's somebody's fucking birthday. Honestly. <laughs> Put on a three-piece suit. <laughs> it's like, well, I I've got these clean clothes. I might as well put them to some good use. And I do my hair and I put get on, myself put all on shiny. Yeah, get, get out both your canes. <laughs> Otherwise, well, I'm so atrophied from not moving. I need mm. them. Summon um, a raven to alight on both shoulders. Yep, and I strut my minutes. way the three minutes to the shop. <laughs> Just imagining you stretching whilst using two canes. <laughs> Purchase my gruel and return to my cave. And then I've... immediately ditch the fancy outfit and put it back on my pyjamas. Absolutely. It just simply burn the fancy outfit for safety. Yeah. I've done something similar in that I've upgraded my wear. Um, pyjamas, fine, but you get their frowned upon for wearing outside. They are. So I've got Thai fisherman trousers. <laughs> okay. Which are thinner than, than pyjamas. They're, they're, they're cotton trouser. Mm-hmm. They've got no fastenings or whatever, so you just sort of tie them up at the top and sort of make yourself, make yourself a little bow. I've got them in black, red, and natural. And I don't ever intend on wearing anything else. <laughs> now, you say they're fairly thin. Is this the sort of thing where if you're standing with the sun behind you, you get an eyeful? You get an eyeful, you get a noseful, you get an earful. Wow, you are close. That's actually two crimes you're breaking there. Um, no, they're not. Thankfully, they do. They do not. Um, they do not show the uh, outline of my genitals. Okay, I just, <laughs> when the sun catches them, I just had to, just had to check. Well, that's because I wear underwear uh, as well. So, like, so, like, like the, the most coward. you're going to get is my fancy pants. Fine. Yeah. Uh, I've I've been wearing a vest, a Hawaiian shirt, and um, cotton, full full cotton trousers for the last week. You just need mimosas. 
I, I got me a pair of Birkenstocks. Finally! Mm, Welcome to my world. Oh, I've I've been a fool for so many years. These 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 I, yeah, I can't. Chris wears I don't know whether to call them stocks or Berkies. I call them Berkies because it's the worst name. It is. It is really bad. It's just awful. And stocks is already a thing. Yeah. But yeah, like, like I just put them on when I go downstairs now, or when I go outside. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're, it's, it's like it's like horseshoes for people, except you can take them on and off. Oh, it's great. And uh, within a, a couple of months of wearing those, you're going to get really interested in sad ladies playing guitars. Mm, I'm already getting there. I know, but like, it's going to get a problem. Yeah, because mainly what I'm interested in is like um, inscrutable men playing sampling. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But now that you own the yeah. Birkenstocks, you mm-hmm. are going to sink into folk. There's going to be a willowy Irish lass appear at the bottom of my garden. I'll be powerless to resist her. It's, it's going to be fantastic, albums. honestly. Like, I've never had a problem with it myself. <laughs> How about you ask me a question? And I see will. if I can't stitch this back together. Okay. Simat TM asks, what's the next tabletop RPG you're going to buy and never play? Probably all of them. Yeah. Yeah, probably all of them. I've come to a staggering realisation, Christopher. Mm-hmm. This is maybe going to undermine our brand. <laughs> Be real careful here. I don't think I like role-playing games. <laughs> um... I love, I, listen, listen, I love writing them, I love reading them, and baby, I love selling them. But the actual play of the thing, I think I might just like prefer to spend time with my friends. And I'm worried that other people are going to start to realise this. Don't well now they are. I guess you fucking told them. Oh, okay. Um, I guess I, I need to make myself sound less persuasive. Yeah. Um, I'm a big idiot, and I think role playing games are bad. There you go. That's better. No, Problem solved. Wait. I'm a big racist, and I. Mm. Yeah. Don't. You do yeah, not right. want yourself recorded with that soundbite. Can they come up in a court of law, it Mr. W- Howitt? On the 29th of May, 2020, did you not say, I'm a big racist? <laughs> Somebody's going to quote you out of context on Twitter, and it's going to circulate. <laughs> well, he said he's a big racist. So, must be. Mm. Um, I don't know, man. I don't really buy a lot of role-playing games on it. Sorry, sorry. So, I do like reading role-playing games. I'm, I'm kind of into playing them. I think it's, it's honestly a lot of faff, but here we are. I think... Oh, and buy and never play. Probably the um, the new Cubicle 7 Age of Sigma game. Soulbound. Soulbound, yeah. That does look interesting. Like, I want to see if they've made it rules way. Mm. And it's just, it's an interesting game because, as we were actually talking about this recently, like, mm. so far Warhammer Fantasy has been like, well, you're in the dirt. Roll me 38 dice to see if you can get near a rat. And this is like, so you've just punched a hole in God to open a door to the next area. Mm. And, and like, like the, the power level and the, the light level of the amount of lightning is increased quite a bit. Yeah. It's, like, it's mainly a lightning based economy. It seems like, to be. And like back in the day, the, the character classes you had was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm a rat catcher. I have a small mm-hmm. but vicious dog. Um, I I drive a coach. Um, I once I once bumped into a doctor 
and, and I didn't steal anything from him, but I, I'm hoping, hoping something happened by osmosis. And one of us rolled really well and is a dwarf. <laughs> yes. And I once uh, received a vicious drubbing from the guard, so now know their ways. <laughs> Making me the closest thing you have to an informant. <laughs> And now the classes in Soulbound are like, well, I'm I'm playing an awakened ten foot tall tree. I'm yeah. playing an immortal um, warrior who's kind of bound to the suit of armor and can never die. So interestingly, the the, the pregens the pregens are out. Oh, I will. And you talk you're talking about the the bound to the suit of armor on the character sheet for one of the storm hosts. It lists how many times they've died already. Yeah, and it is eleven. That's a lot. It's a lot. Now, mm. I'm just thinking this is the worst Celestial Storm host. Like, she's just terrible. And it's just, to that, in the background, you just see her, like, getting hit by cannons and it ripping through and just all 11 ways she dies. Or, like, or like just, like, tripping. <laughs> Like, getting like... hot soup in the armor, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then wakes up. <laughs> Every time you have this, wakes up, and like, and like, and like, hang on, no, I can't get you all in. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. move in a bit so I can get you all in the picture. I'm just gonna step back a bit. Straight off the side of a spaceship, yeah, <laughs> like a battlefleet gothic level spaceship. They're just straight off the edge. And it's enormously zoomed out. <laughs> it keeps zooming out. Yeah. Like, it's one shot and you keep zooming out until it gets to like the start of Red Dwarf and you can see it's like the storm host. <laughs> so yeah, it's a bit of a different paradigm. Uh, and I'm interested to see what they do with it. Yeah, what about you? Um, I think the problem for me right now is that I literally don't know. Mm. Like, once was a time when I would know what exciting book was coming out next month. Because mm, you used to go to pubs to read. Because you used to go to pubs to read. Mm. Um, but at the moment, because of because of the whole pandemic, you may have noticed, mm. it's um, affected one or two things. Mm-hmm. Like the release schedule slowed down or things have been delayed. Mm. So a lot of things now are just like Kickstarter's ticking over. And you're just getting a, a delivery occasionally of something random you've forgotten about. Yeah. Um, but there's not, aside from things like Soulbound, there's not a lot of big ticket items happening. Thank God. Thank God there's some selfless companies like Rowan, Rook and Deckard are still, are still sticking to their original schedule despite the <laughs> fact that the world is on virus. Yes. God, God, I hope we can do that. I really do. It would be God, good. God, I've been talking a big game. <laughs> yeah, you have. It's not been that helpful. It's been very good, but not. Helpful. Oh yeah, 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 sure. It's just it's it's uh, it's it's a risk, isn't it? Yeah. All right, I'm going to ask you a question then. Go on then. After this, um, I suppose this impromptu preview section. I guess a review of a game we've not read, mm. <laughs> mainly in camera shots. <laughs> Ozu ninety five Supane writes in right how do mm-hmm. how do I not make the evil empire in my setting not comically evil now so hang on so it would be how do I not make he's 
they've got they've got a double negative in here. So I want you to try and try and cleave the meaning of this of the question out of the sentence. <laughs> How do I make an evil empire not comically evil? Yes. Now I've got to ask, mm -hmm. why do you want to do that? Now it's perfectly <laughs> legitimate that you do want to do that. But you could have them be like worshippers of Sithrak. Who's who's Sithrak? Sorry. The religion from Oglaf. Oh yes, the god who doesn't care about you. The god who doesn't care about you. You know, you can you can have a comically evil evil empire, hmm. and actually have it kind of straight. In the in the like they in the, they do ridiculously evil things, and like mm. I suppose it. It's like you view it, like you view it from one step away, like oh that's hilarious. Then you view it from two steps away, like oh that's horrible. Yeah. Um. And I think the problem is like, if you don't fully lean into it, mm. then it's going to come off as silly, mm -hmm. rather than like actually this is this is a bit silly, but it's also like brutal and oppressive and nasty. Mm. Um. But I fully understand that. If you don't think that you can handle getting the the exact pitch right, um, and want to try and make them just evil, mm. and the easiest way to make an evil empire not comically evil but actually super evil, laws. Mm. Yeah, make them in charge. A whole bunch of laws, and make them persecute everyone. Absolutely. And make them petty. Give them paladins. <laughs> but like if you like things that, that there's there's really mundane laws that happen all the time in the real world that are just just one step from evil yeah like curfews mm. now in some cases a curfew is actually a very good idea mm -hmm. because of certain problems that that arise you you know keep people inside can sometimes work as we are seeing Mm -hmm. Does big arm gesture to world, but most um, of curfews. But most of curfews are just persecution. Mm. Just stay in your home, so I don't have to deal with you. I suppose, like, if you want to try and make it com, if you want to try and make it not comically evil, there's a way in which you can do it. So, like, like the the pettiness, you try and think of a way which they can limit player power. Mm. So, like, okay, no wizards in this part of town. Yeah, and you can't bring your sword in here. And okay, uh, you you have to pay a tax coming through here if you're if, if you're selling magic items in the city, and you try or and come up with everything. If you're an elf, to... or if you're an elf, yeah. So one person in the party has to pay tax. Ooh, right, like yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. And like try and try and try and take things from them mm. as much as you can. Um, and then like they can they can choose to to rebel and fight or whatever. But yeah, lawful evil, I think, is, is, is the best one. Yeah, and like, you, you, you're saying, like, wizards aren't allowed in this part of the city. Mm. Like, that's not to say that wizards are magically barred. Like, no, your wizard allowed, can yeah. walk into that part of the city. Yeah. It's just harder. Yeah. And that that's why laws are great, because you can break them. Mm. They're not magical bans, you know? No, and you've got... And I, I think as well, like, coming up with some sort of... Um, Wizard police force. Oh yeah, you got to you got you got to have some real real enforcers going on. Yeah, you can't just have people sort of scrubbing around. Um, and I, I guess like like sh like showing the human, the and like the, 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 the like I say, so the challenge something which I struggle with because like we we work in, we work with dark settings quite often. 
Almost and entirely. Almost entirely, yeah. And the challenge that we've got is not going goofy, yeah. not going edgy. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a real, real fine line sometimes. Like, and uh, cult is so edgy. Mm. And like, they've like they've tried, and like, I, I kind of... I kind of respect what they've tried to do in terms of like, okay, so we're going to take World of Darkness and then we're going to be like, more. <laughs> yeah, let's just amp this. Yeah. Uh, I, feel, I, I feel there's too much to connect to as a human in World of Darkness. I'd like to try and make it, I'd like to try and make, make it less scrutable. <laughs> and so they keep doubling down and what you end up with is this is this thing where everything's bad and everything sucks and everyone hates you. And you end up with a like what's cartoonish because it's it's two dimensional. Yeah, I think that you need to try and make the villains seem human. Yeah, and also like giving them something that that makes them human or mm. whatever race they are. You know what I mean? A person. Yeah, um, and make them fallible. Mm. Because if they're just if they're just evil all the time. That's that's so one dimensional. Like You'd get if they, tired. yeah, if they have if they have you know a family who they very very much love and they're bending and changing the laws to make it to make the world nicer for them. Mm -hmm. That's that's human. Like you want to make the best for your family, and if you have absolute power, you can do what the hell you want. Mm. But should you? Question mark. And also, it, it gives your players a delicious family to kill, I mean, threaten, or whatever uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just kill. <laughs> this'll help <laughs> bang oh the law's got more oh no there's more laws not fewer oh, maybe the laws I were killed hidden within the, the family oh no I killed the oh no that's Beat. on me yeah I think that it, it, it's it's a big challenge mm. and I think that it's not like you can make it cartoonishly evil as well and like part of the fun of Part of the fun of role-playing games in general is they occupied a sort of Saturday morning cartoon reality. Yeah. In that everything's big. Actually, not Saturday morning cartoon. Sorry. Wrestling. Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> Thursday afternoon cartoon. No, it's uh, it's The wrestling. saddest cartoon watching window. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but Droopy Dog After Dark reruns. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, it operates on wrestling rules. Mm -hmm. So there's big heroes and big villains, and like maybe there's like drama, but it's it's like soap opera grade drama. Like I can't yeah. believe she's pregnant, or you'll uh, you'll never be able to fight in this ring again. And someone's like, oh wait a second, that's Austin's music. And then and then da -da 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 -Austin, Austin runs out and he does like a, a big bum drop or something. A big bum drop. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, he defecates. Okay, he poops on stage and giggles and runs off. <laughs> No, none of the other wrestlers notice him. <laughs> He's out of focus in the back of the shop while they're arguing. <laughs> he hangs off the ropes and does a little poo. <laughs> and scampers off through the stage. <laughs> he, he keeps turning to the camera, putting a finger to his lips and winking. <laughs> they're playing his music at half volume. <laughs> <laughs> because he's being sneaky. Doing... This is still 900 decibels. <laughs> they're doing a sort of fussy. <laughs> remix of it <laughs> <sighs> um, 
Yeah, that no, because it, it operates on those rules where you've got these big heroes and big villains, and every, and like you can have these big sweeping things, and it's fun to occupy that space. Like mm. it, it isn't real. It's 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 fun to play in that space because everything's quite clear. And when you have these big twists, it's like it's not human. It's a caricature. It's uh, it's plastic reality. You know. Yeah. To quote, to quote Tennessee Williams. Mm. Mm. Thanks, A level. <laughs> But um, and if if you've got an actually evil empire who are doing actually evil things, it's maybe not maybe not a fun thing to explore. No, partly because when you're playing a game, things have one or maybe two bits of like collateral damage. Mm. I can't think of the word like the outcome of of, of consequence. Fallout. That's the word. One maybe two consequences. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the real world, the changing of one thing affects thousands of things mm. in many small ways, and you can't you can't compute that as a human, yeah. And you can't render it into into the game in a way that's interesting. Mm. So it's one thing changes, and it's big and important and matters, and that's that's kind of cool because you could affect change in a yeah, game. It's cathartic in that way, right? And you can. You can interface with it and completely comprehend every effect. Mm. Whereas in the real world, you you change one law and you're like, well, what's that done to this law about arable farming in Lithuania? Oh my god, that's that's made Stone Cold Steve uh, Austin's actions legal. <laughs> he can do little poos wherever he wants. Exactly. <laughs> Big man, little poops. And it takes him a while, and he's really trying. He's, like, he's, it's, it's, yeah. it's visible on his face how much he's trying. The other wrestlers have to pretend not to see him. Yeah. And he's, he's, doing, he's doing this big stone call. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> he's trying to be quiet. Chris, ask me a question. <laughs> I've got, all I've got is the image now of, of Stone Cold Steve Austin just, just really, really just gripping the ropes. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, and like he's wobbling. Yeah, because they're, 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 they're not stable. <laughs> Captain Fancy says, actually running a sad artsy game soon. Is that a horrible idea? Any major pitfalls to watch out for? You came to the right place. Christopher, Christopher and I can't help but take things seriously. <laughs> We're very po-faced. Chris, have you ever run a sad artsy game? No. Have you been part of one? No. My third question. Have I ever done that? I think so. What did I do? I can't remember. I think you I played think so. in one. Oh, that's t- I did play in a LARP where we had to where we all had to argue for our own execution. Oh yes, that'll do it. Mm. I got okay. shot. <laughs> You're very persuasive. I'm very yes, it was hugely persuasive. And it was during a time in my life where that was very cathartic. Yes, as a man with suicidal ideation, uh, a game where you have to argue for execution. That's a, that's a winning game. Pre- pretty sweet, all told. Would do it weekly. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's maybe a form of therapy in that. Maybe. Uh, it, it sounds like the sort of therapy that they report on in Panorama. Yes, I, I, I think Watchdog rather than Panorama. <laughs> Is that is that what Watchdog do? I, I think Watchdog are more like 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 a like a literal consumer Watchdog. No, yeah, yeah. Um, also, Crime Watch. I got the watch yes. part right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Crime Watch. I think on it's a crime. Um, anyway, yeah, um, my point is. Yeah. 
my point is we haven't really interfaced with the sad artsy game not so much no we've made uh, I made Sad Vampire Boyfriend which That's is actually it's at, well I think it's actually a sad artsy game I just called it Sad, Va- sad Vampire Boyfriend to attract attention yeah it's true you actually play a Sad Vampire Boyfriend and there's, uh, I don't know I think that the, the, the biggest challenge you've got is maintaining tone because you've got a group of players um, and uh, the, another thing with sad artsy games is that often the GM's powers are reduced mm-hmm. or they're removed entirely, which is fine. It's a, it's a, it's a way of playing games. It's not what it's not what I'm into, but I, I, I can see why it's popular. And you end up with, in an effort to try and add things to the situation, everything gets out of hand. Yeah, and you end up with wackety smackety do which is a real problem when you're trying to tell a story about, I don't know, how the sun and the moon got divorced. I think I think what I... By asking this question, what I wanted to bring up is the fact that despite understanding games quite well and playing a lot of games over our time, mm. we are not the people to play a sad artsy game. No. Like, I can only I can only really speak for myself, but I would be so uncomfortable that it would become a farce very quickly to make mm. me feel more comfortable. Absolutely, I think that that's that's, that's, going, that's going back to the like sort of controlling the players, but also like maintaining tone. Mm. Like, there's the like horror games have enough of a problem with this where people feel uncomfortable, so they make jokes. Yep, and. That's 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 kind of to be expected in horror. Like comedy is comedy is part of that release. Yeah, comedy is part of horror. Uh, you need. I, it. I suppose like absurdity. I think is part of horror. Whereas a a I suppose like maybe just you know what maybe, maybe I'm looking at this from, from from the wrong perspective. But try and channel that absurdity. Maybe try and instead of worrying about how how people are going to. Um, maintain the sad tone all the time let them make jokes let them do silly things let them have fun and then use that as contrast yeah i guess i just think that like i guess the point i'm making is a lot of sad artsy games are going to rely on your group Mm -hmm. like if you got me into your group that was a bad choice Mm -hmm. because as i say i'm going to make it absurd so that i'm more comfortable yeah and that's not Good. Yes, yeah, it's, it's. I will also say it's that's not, not conducive your, to running part. and enjoying the game. You know. No. Sorry, you were saying. No, it's okay. I was saying it wouldn't be deliberate on your part. It's, it's something which you could actively try and not do and still still stumble into. Yes. Yeah. Like I would be trying to, to 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 to, to play it straight, as it were. Mm. But like social anxiety and wow. and all of this is going to push me towards that, and and so so much of it is reliant on the group and the buy-in mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. that that kind of shared disbelief when there's when there's a problem or whatever and you can just get on with it and do what the game is about mm. rather than throwing it uh, just throwing the rails right into the wind I would also say that um, more importantly than, than even in normal role playing is aftercare yeah in that there's gonna be there's probably gonna be bleed there's probably gonna be um, like 
to the uninitiated, um, there is a there's a the, the idea of bleed is when your emotions um, from from a like a character's emotions uh, start to uh, infect or bleed over into your emotions as a person. And if you're doing a game about jumping off buildings and kicking Godzilla in the face, then the emotion that you're infected with is awesome, and that's fine. <laughs> that's easy to handle. Yeah, great, brilliant. And like, and, and unless you try and find a Godzilla, that then I mean, good luck. Fine. Yeah. Just, just here's a little tip. Holden and Guan are very close. <laughs> Discovery of the decade. <laughs> so, <laughs> here's a little tip. Cuddle and Iguana. Uh But if you're if you're if you're dealing with sadness, if you're dealing with stuff that like, like even if you've got safety tools in place to be like, oh, okay, well, I, I, I like we don't talk about this sort of thing, or I've got the capacity to leave, I've got the capacity to back out, or like, oh, actually, I want less of that, I want more of that, that sort of thing. Um, you still need the, you still need some sort of aftercare, um, and that's hugely awkward. Mm. Um, it's not like if so. We, we I'm using a lot of the same um, like terminology from the BDSM community and from and from like sex community as well. And the sex, the sex community and therapy and therapy. Yeah. Um, in terms of like in terms of like you you are going to experience this non-standard emotion. For, for for a time, and then when you come out of that, it can be it can be weird to return to normal. Um, and it's okay if you're in a um, if you're in a sexual relationship. There's generally some like dynamics you can work with there. If you if you're like a, thera- a thera- therapeutic relationship, you've got like a, a power structure. And with the GM afterwards being like, "Hi there, so great session, guys. Loved all the dice rolling. Brilliant. Here's some XP. If you've been affected by any of the issues presented in tonight's <laughs> game, please call this number." It can feel quite awkward if you just sort of try if you're trying to cancel your mates. Yeah. So I guess get ready for that. <laughs> I, I I would like to say that it might also not be that bad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you argue mates. Maybe you're really cool and progressive. But uh, what I'm saying is, it, you might not have to deal with those problems at all. But just not to put you off doing it. Yeah, um, you might you might not have to. I think it's it's something which which you can which you need to be aware of as mm. a as a responsible game runner. But yeah, yeah. pick your group and be ready for some fallout maybe. Mm. And also like just just consider playing a fun game with jokes in instead. <laughs> Cuz we write those. A game you can you can you can honestly comprehend. You know, a fun game with adventure. And leave, leave, leave drama to the HBOs and what have you. We're over here scrubbing around with our dice and our clown noses. Clown noses? We're doing a horror game. Is it time to move on to the second part of the show? I think it might be. Okay. Uh, I need some sort of jingle gag. You do. Um... Did you ever want a game to exist? But not enough to make it yourself. JP writes in, Britannia rues the waves. Britain is sinking. Speaking of this is treason. Can you escape before the island is swallowed by the Azure Main? The Azure Main? The Azure Main. Sounds like a monster. Azure Main or Azure Ain't My Baby? (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Thank you. I really like the idea of Britain sinking. Yes. Um, Because that is, I suppose, that's what's happening to all countries. In a uh, bit of fashion. Yeah, well, I suppose it's like, well, we're not really sinking, so we're putting more water in and, you know. 
but I, I, okay, I don't think it should just be the outskirts. I no, like the, should... the the whole place is just lowering. What I'd like is it for is it to operate on? Um, imagine tectonic plates were much smaller. Okay. So like Kent is a tectonic plate. Gotcha. Yep. And then Kent starts sinking. Oh, I see. Just independent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like each county starts or each town starts going down, and so you've oh. got this. It, it looks a bit like if you zoom out, it looks like, look like the Giant's Causeway. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. In fact, it's just fuck it. It's all it's all hex grids. Why not? Because that, that makes mapping easier. See, my thinking was that there's that there's like a a volcano, but it's water in the middle. Yeah, Giant's Causeway. Oh, well, I mean, Porque no las dos. Let's have let's have the the, <laughs> um, the 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 Birmingham Fountain. In the sense but the problem of, is, that's going to wash you into Norwich. That's true, but maybe Norwich has risen up, or I suppose not sunk. Oh, that's cool. You can rise it as well. Is is the other thing? So there's a phase of the game, which is uh, essentially uh, Chris. Chris, it's just Escape from Atlantis. That's what I'm imagining. <laughs> What's Escape from Atlantis? <laughs> it's a board game. Yeah. Where um where you have you have hex shaped uh, uh, areas of an island which which sink down. Okay, but I I'm not on, thinking yeah. necessarily just down. You can, you can, they can, they can go up. They can go up. So you mm. roll, you roll dice in like an admin phase mm-hmm. for each section to see how much they go up or down. Could I bribe Poseidon to have him push it up? Oh, absolutely. Or some sort of equivalent British god. Yes, <laughs> King Arthur. Yeah, we've already got the water. It's, it's, it's yeah. King, King Arthur, Arthur goes with his big finger and pushes down. King Arthur Castle. was buried beneath the hill, and he's come over here to, to just just to really push up Stoke. <laughs> the Whoa. West Country is a little wet right now. Not a problem, lads. I'm going on. <laughs> I was King Welsh Arthur, a Welshman. King Arthur, famous Welshman, or whatever this accent's from. But I think that's I think, what, I think we're missing like. the most important part of this. Mm-hmm. Speaking of it, is treason. Yeah, right. You can't mention that the, that the entire world is just being destroyed. There's a, there's a delicious paranoia-style interaction to that, I think. Yeah. Where you can't say, oh, and by the way, everything's so... Like, you have to you have to talk your way around it. Mm. It's a bit like there was it, a, a fun fact. It's barely, it's barely connected, but I do want to drop this fun fact with you. And I think it's the sort of podcast where we can do fun facts. Mm-hmm. It used to be uh, back in... Uh, Back in the day in China, when when an emperor was was uh, was was rose to power, I was going to say elected, but very much not that. When an emperor rose to power, it became illegal to write their name. Okay, but you had to tell people this somehow. <laughs> like you could speak their name, you just couldn't write it. Could you not and just write their job title? Well, that's the thing that that just makes them the same as the previous emperor. And maybe they like I don't know killed that guy with a with a sword. Right. So I'm what just, you, I'm just thinking you could you could use you know qualifiers like the current king emperor. Like like, and like 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 you definitely would. But but the, the, the you see the problem is other people also have that name. Right. So it's a, so it's it, it's a bit like if you if if you if you wrote to emperor it'd be like, it'd be like okay we can't write the word Chris anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but because China was 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 one of the largest empires, they had to, they and, and like they communicated via writing, mm-hmm. and so what they had to do was sort of like it was mainly amongst historians and people and, and like and like people who were like who were keeping track of censuses and things. So what like the common folk didn't really matter, didn't really matter that much in, in, in these terms. But they had to write letters 
casually alluding to the fact that you couldn't write the word Chris anymore. It'd be like, rhymes with piss. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. It's, re- it's a really fascinating idea. Um, but my point was, like that, but you can't say how, you know, Carlisle has gone. Yes. Why are you buying all this climbing equipment? Oh, we're, um, we're, we're going to Liverpool. Ah, caving in Liverpool. Sort of. Yes. Sort of. Mainly of. just on the border. <laughs> I, I quite like the idea of Liverpool being a dungeon. <laughs> well. As well. Well, it would be, it'd be very wet, wouldn't it? Is the issue. Yeah. And you have to escape. Yes. So I, I guess your options are Holland, Spain, or France. Yeah. I mean, I think escaping is actually honestly going to be fairly easy because whilst everything is sinking into the sea, boats still float. True. And there are boats all over the place. Well, perhaps we're not allowed to escape. I see. Why would you want to escape? Also, just going to booze cruise to Calais. Just, just extrapolating a bit from current circumstances, maybe Europe doesn't want our filth-ridden plague pit people. <laughs> That's uh, fair. Overgrown human rats. <laughs> where would you go? Where, where where can we get to? Um, island. Yep, that's probably, probably that's still sinking. I think. Well, I so, okay, know oh, so, specifically no. Britain is sinking. Yeah, so Northern Ireland, fucked. <laughs> Southern Ireland, Island. Island. Okay, oh, fine, brilliant. Yeah, they're they're great. Mm. I think that there's the I'm, I'm envisaging a sort of Children of Men style near future dystopia. Okay, yeah. Except there's a lot of boats. Maybe, maybe this was just a funnier concept than it was an actual game. <laughs> Possibly, but I like yeah. I like the idea of Britain sinking, honestly, and mm. drowning me. As long as everyone else goes as well, that's fine. Exactly. Yeah, rather than yeah. just you. Yeah, it was just this one room in Sheffield. So. <laughs> just went straight to the depths. <laughs> like, like, thankfully for everyone else's sake, it went sideways through the hall, so the guy who lives below him wasn't harmed. <laughs> Everybody else is safe. Absolutely. All right. What, what you got? What's, what's your game? All right. All right. Richard Marpole says, "Viscous Rouges, the RPG of misspelled heroes." Hmm. I like the idea of a thick red putty rogue. Are they contained within a suit? Yes. Is this an Octodad-style situation? Not quite. Okay. Like, this person is... Like, wallpaper paste? He's paint in humanoid from the form. sounds of things. Sorry? He's paint from the sound of things. So yeah, but like rude. thick paint. Like, like, yeah, like, like oil paint. Yeah. Okay. And so he can smear himself under doors and just leave this awful trail. Aren't you worried he'll literally be caught red-handed? Ba-da-da-da-da-da! I'm hoping he won't be caught at all. But that's... that's Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, you went to such lengths to point out the the joke that I had to ignore it. No, that's fine. I, I, I understand and respect your decision. <laughs> uh, okay, so we, we, we've got Viscous Rouges. Mm-hmm. What else can we misspell? So let's work through. Mm-hmm. Fighter. Hard, f- f- hard to misspell. Paladin. <laughs> He's a figure. A figure? One of those okay. um, wooden mannequin things for getting poses right. You know, the artists have that are about like yeah, eight yeah, inches maquette. tall and awful. I think it's maquette. 
Yeah, sure. Or macaque. No, that's kind of monkey. Or he's just action man. Mm-hmm. He's an yeah. action figure. I had, the, I had the action man that had a zipline backpack. It was really cool. I like the idea that um, it really relies heavily on the warlord class to pull the lever in his back, which makes him punch. <laughs> <laughs> They're having a conversation, and you've got to pull the toggle just to get him to say stuff. Like, I'll save you! You've got a um, a magician who uses the powers of um, gravies, rue, and Zhu, or a sorcerer. That's clever. It's not that clever. And no. <laughs> no, it's not. It's taken from Kingdom of Loathing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I, re- I really want to get back into this idea that maybe, that's the thing, like, like Rouge is the is the commonly misspelled class. Yeah. Everyone, everyone spells it wrong. I understand. I, I, I spell it wrong sometimes. Everything else is broadly simple enough to spell. I'd make, aside from maybe like Factotum, Mystic Theurge. Yeah. Like your prestige and extra classes. I really like the idea of you're playing an ambulatory tube of red paint and you have to try and avoid like being noticed. And, and being thinned. Being thinned. Yeah, so, like, getting, getting water on you or like linseed oil. I guess it's so, all a paint. It's kind of a cross between Octodad and Iron Bread. Someone someone referred to these games as Fumblecore. That works. Which is delightful. But yeah. you are um you are you are a tube of paint that's been magically blessed by a cruel wizard to um you know, steal steal shit for him. I, I wonder if this would actually work slightly better if it wasn't the RPG of misspelled heroes. Okay. But it was like misheard song lyrics. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. Yes, exactly. So yeah. it's like the RPG of misheard heroes. Mm. So you've got the arcane tankster. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, and the uh, the paddling. Exactly. That's a paddle. <laughs> That's a paddling. Mm-hmm. Okay, the arcane tankster. What does the arcane tankster do? Is it? Is they, that, is they've that got a tank? A, they've got a magic tank. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I'm in. <laughs> right. Like... Mag- sorry, sorry. Real quick, can we just push all of that off to the side? Magic tanks. Magic tanks. One person magic tanks. Is this your self-insert girl and panzer? Look, boy and panzer is a very similar name. I'll admit. <laughs> And also, Girl and Panzer is about a crew, okay? It's mm-hmm. about a crew of, of five to six girls trying to battle other... Th- it's it's about bonding, it's mm-hmm. about friendship, yep. it's about tanks. What mine is, mine is mine is a fun game where... Uh, imagine imagine you're playing, say, uh, like a, a, a 1990s uh, platformer. Yep. The tank power-up. Mm-hmm. Like, it jumps. Yeah. That sort of thing. That's what I want for every character. Okay. I want. I want. I want my normal. So it's 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 like a mech game, but everyone's driving metal slug tanks, and they're magic. Right. Yes. So they're powered on. Like, I don't know, like unicorns. So like, well, we're gonna find some more unicorns. Some of them just fire unicorns. Maybe. Yeah. Like. Okay. Like. Like you. Uh, you have. You have the knack of taking. Of taking the the uh, the limitless world of magic. And having it power your tank, mm-hmm. but you got to pick like a theme for, the, for each yeah. tank. So you yeah. got the unicorn tank that fires like spiral horns, mm-hmm. and just has an awful like meat grinder on the back that runs into the boiler. 
You're just, you're just forcing these screaming unicorns, sans horn, down into the depths of God, your engine block. Jesus. Uh, it's, uh, but it's yeah, all like, in like like Steven Universe colors. I, I will also, yeah, and, and, and like rainbows, uh, uh, unicorns bleed rainbows. Mm. And I think that as uh, as you upgrade it, you get like a taste washing was screen to go around the hopper. <laughs> yeah, it's just something to something to cover it. And uh, and like and like someone to cough loudly. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Learman's massive tank. Yes, it that just appears out it. of the sky. It relies on interdimensional spaces. Yeah, it's so, very big on the inside. It appeared, and like, and like, you've got things that you can only enter it by entering through a different door, and then you're in that tank. Yeah, but you can get as many people as you want in there, and <laughs> it shoots rope tricks. So, just like the, they're in the briefing room, and they're all there in their themed outfits. Like, there's one mm-hmm. with the unicorn one. There's loads of pictures of houses on it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And like, and go team, and they all run off, and the Learman's guy just runs to the nearest cupboard, <laughs> opens the door, gets in, and he's in his tank. <laughs> the Learman's guy. Pulls his arms and head inside his coat and starts to dissolve, <laughs> reappearing yes. inside his tank. And obviously, you've got the you got like the demonology tank, which has mm-hmm. horns and a tail. Brilliant, yeah. I mean, and that one seems a bit more. It seems a bit kinder than doing doing unicorns. Yes, demons yeah. being intrinsically bad. Exactly. I quite like the idea of the like the extra dimensional space tank firing portable holes. Yes, well, like um. You're aware of the the interaction between portable holes and bags of holding. Oh, it's like a like a like a null space bomb, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, oh, you made... shrink it down. You put in an arrow. It's, yes, and you you fold you you wrap a portable hole into a into a cylinder. Yeah. And put it in an arrow with glass, so that when it impacts, it breaks and goes straight into the bag. Mm. And then you fires those, so it fires interdimensional black holes. That's far too advanced. What I want is a hole. <laughs> it just fires basic holes. What's well, the thing? It shoots like it, it shoots like a net, except the net is a hole, mm. and so and so like the giants coming over towards us, and he and he's like he's like, oh, you stole all of my shoes for your shoe base tank, and the shoe base tank is like running off at the back, and so the like <laughs> like, uh, like the fucking luggage from Terry Branch, and then um, Liam's massive uh, Panzer rolls over the uh, the, the horizon. Fires the hole, punk, and the giant's head just disappears because now now it's in a hole. Mm. So I imagine the tank you can push has, it over. The tank has like the big main cannon, yeah, that fires very infrequently, but it fires these big holes. But also it's got a machine gun that just fires little holes, mm-hmm. and like people get hit by it, like pat 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 pat, and they're fine. It doesn't do a lot, yeah. They're absolutely fine, but now they can put their finger through their chest. Oh, I see. I, I was thinking that the hole would hit you, and then it wouldn't be enough to like encompass you, so it would fall down, and they'd start to pull up around your feet. Oh no, no! I imagine it's just like hazard. like it sticks. Oh, okay. So like as you're hit, you've got now got holes in your chest. Like it doesn't actually do anything. So like, does your body still work? Yeah, it works fine. Okay. Do, do you get better? Well, no, the hole's there. Can you take the hole off? No, you've been shot. Okay. Right. Okay. Think about it, Grant. Jeez. I am. <laughs> like I don't like. I like the idea that this guy has a, a weapon that is technically useless. Mm. Like this whole really. This is great if they've got a lot of barrels of flammable liquid. It's also good if they if they're behind cover. If they're behind cover, but when it actually hits them, it just puts a an interdimensional hole through them. Mm. Like when if you put a portable hole in a wall, it doesn't actually destroy the wall. 
No, but you can remove it because it's but, portable. But you I, can I like, remove I like, it. I like to imagine that you could dig out the hole. Possibly, yeah. Somehow. Or you could leave it. Like, I'd leave it. That seems useful. You could put it, things in it. It depends. Yeah. I mean, it just like means that you can buy slightly shorter suspenders. Oh, because you'd run it through? Because you'd run it through the hole. I don't think that's a good look. And you'd save... Well, I mean, it's under the shirt, so you wouldn't see it. But save it would, pounds, it would pounds, save, pounds. like, what, four... You wear your suspenders you get... under your shirt? Well, you would at that point, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. You'd have to. Yeah. You'd look ridiculous otherwise. What about a tank that just uses summon monster? That's good. Like, it looks like one of those rides outside of Tesco's. Like okay. So, you know those, like, rocket ship yeah, yeah, yeah. rides? Right, it looks like one of those, but it's a cheetah. <laughs> like, okay. it's this big plastic, constantly leaping cheetah. Mm -hmm. um, and a hatch kind of comes out of its belly. Right. Drops to the floor, and, like, Noah's Ark pours out. I was thinking it would just look like one of those horse trailers. <laughs> Going slightly too quickly on the motorway. Well, it would look like one of those horse trailers, except there's no truck on the front of it, and it's going in reverse. <laughs> so like it's some in. really startled horses' asses visible. I you pro you'd probably point the horses the other way. Oh, you can't turn them around. You can't turn around. Oh, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not putting them in. I'm summoning them out the door. So I slam into the enemy lines. There's portable holes flying over there. Unicorn spears going in. And then suddenly the doors disgorge D6 plus two dire weasels. Just horses. <laughs> Just, Just normal horses. Perfectly too normal many. terrified horses. It's 8D20 horses. Jesus, that's a lot of horses. And you have to run the stats for all of them. Mm -hmm. now, well, I mean, it's d, &D. Well, See, what I was imagining was this thing going forwards and things coming out of it as it's as it's going forwards but then mm. i realized that a car goes faster than a horse and that is going to be awful mm. as it comes out of the door and is immediately churned under the wheels that is that is grim yeah that's an expensive day out so we need to fire the horses very quickly is what yeah you're you need to get some sort of explosive behind them i think there's there's, there's some sort of like Pretty sure, like we could confer flight, or like there's there's probably some sort of throw horse spell. There must be a means of projecting a horse in D and D. See, I was thinking like a golf club like paddle that just okay. goes through a three sixty loop, so it just smacks them on the arse and throws this, them out the door. This destroys the horse. <laughs> well, they're ammunition, not animals at this point. You're just smashing, especially either diet or celestial horse meat. Well, they used to, they used to throw what they used to throw rotting cow carcasses over city walls, right? In they waited for the cow to die first, but yeah, that okay. is uh, well. Don't, why wait? Like you can get the horse yeah, to walk. True. Yeah, and like and like it's not it's not really real. It's celestial. Exactly. When you kill a celestial it's got a animal, does it, hang on, does it stay meat or does it does it disappear? Oh, it's going to stay meat. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Listen, buddy, it stays meat for long enough. <laughs> Especially when you've got it all in your holes. Now, listen. If that, if that horse dies in midair, <laughs> that was a worse the... sentence than I was ready for. Yeah, that was, that was gross. If, if that horse dies in midair, we've wasted the shots. You've got to make sure it doesn't die until it contacts the target. Yeah, I, I, I want the last thing that person sees to be a confused and terrified horse filling their vision. Now. To make sure this happens, we've got a second wizard. We've got a cleric on the outside with a sort of cure light wounds. He's casting heal over time spells. He's casting, casting heal over time spell. Just hang off the front of the tank, continually casting it. Yeah. So the horse nearly dies mm -hmm. when it comes out. Yeah. 
Because okay. part of the psychological warfare here we're looking at is the noise of a horse flying through the air. A celestial horse. Like have you, you've you've heard horses when they're upset. Uh, horses sound bad when they're happy. Oh, when they're upset, it's not good. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I've ever seen a happy horse. They don't exist. Um, they, we've strapped foxes to them as well, just to really up the volume. Yeah, horny foxes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and Vuvuzelas. Thank you for listening to Hearty Dice Friends. Our game this week is Magical Tanks. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, it is. This, yeah, our game this week is Magical Tanks. And honestly, I think there's some fun there. I think there is. I think I think there's actually a solid one-pager in that of making your own dumbass tank. Pretty much. Or like, or like again, a 5e expansion. <laughs> Are we just trying to, like, sink 5e from the inside? And then will be the most powerful game on the market. <laughs> Sorry. And then Savage Worlds. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll show them how savage the world can really be when we push them down a big hole. <laughs> when they're stuck in a fucking well. Ha! <laughs> Not so savage now, are you, prick? <laughs> Dance! <laughs> oh, they're all dead. It's very hard to dodge a bullet in a well. Ah, should have thought of that. Ah, anyway. f- shooting fish in a barrel. Should have remembered that one. Mm. Sherry? Sherry. So, thank you for listening to Hearty Dice Friends. If you've enjoyed this, you can go to patreon.com forward slash hearty dice friends. Give us some cash uh, per episode. Come and join the Discord. A wonderful beacon of light in these dark times. Uh, you can also ask us a question on Twitter. If you go to GS Howitt, you'll find me. If you go to The Madigan, you'll find Chris. Uh, but other than that, be cool. Play some games. And tell us... What spell you'd like your tank to be focused around in practically? Oh God, yes. Much Design love. me your tank. Yeah, draw draw the little squat hoppy tank. Yeah. Okay. Love you lots. Bye. Bye.